0: Well, welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Lori and I are excited to share with you today. And we have a really interesting topic to talk about. And it's something that's been burning in my spirit. And it really has turned into a bit of a prophetic word, but we want to bring it really practical today. And it's about the word inheritance. And that word inheritance in the Bible, we see it all the way through in the Old Testament, and we see in the New Testament how Jesus is the fulfillment of the inheritance of God for us, that provision for us to have the fullness of all that He's promised. And so anyway, that's a whole other conversation, but we want to talk in a practical way about inheritance and how our inheritance is very personal. It's very intentional by God. He has set our own inheritance On the big spectrum in the Gospels, but personally to you, there is an inheritance that we want to kind of drill down deep today, and we want to talk about the power of your name.
1: That's so cool. That's so cool, Ron. I love this. I love this idea of leaning into this because I remember we, in a previous podcast, we actually talked about your inheritance scripture. Yes. And even how, like, there are special scriptures throughout the Bible that for some reason will stand out to you more than other scriptures but how God has a special inheritance. He has something for you through those scriptures, through those words, that's either going to be something that the enemy wants to steal from you, or it's something that you're going to need for what it is that God's preparing you to walk in. And so either or on, on however that spectrum plays out, but it is real. And we've, we've unpacked that a little bit and it is so powerful to begin to kind of Write down all of those scriptures in the Bible that begin to stand out. And what is it that God has given me through his word? So I love that we're digging into this on an even more practical level around our name this
0: is really cool it is because the name when you look at all through the bible names were very significant they were chosen names for blessing but also names that even identified true 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 hard seasons like even some were called names that would be you mara would, yeah bitterness. terrible exactly yeah. you wouldn't want that name but it would actually depict depending what the mother went through or the father they would name their child based on that season or circumstance names were extremely pivotal and important and God even renamed people in the Bible because of a destiny and a purpose he had I want to bring it to a scripture that I just love I love the scripture in Isaiah 43 and it says this "O Israel the one who formed you says do not be afraid for I have ransomed you I have called you by name you are mine and the God even says before like before we even knew each other. He formed us. He pre knew us and predestined us. And so God has known us before we were even conceived in our mother's womb, we were known. And so, you know, I, to be really honest, I've never really loved my name. I've Really not liked my name. I remember thinking years ago, how, what if I would name myself something different? What would it be? Well, I never could come up with a name, but <laughs> I think, man, who would name their child Rhonda? Like mom and dad, I love you. <laughs> not trying to name but I wasn't even named after something significant it was after an actress that my parents my dad just loved her name and thought she was so pretty and my mom loved the name too and so that's how I got Rhonda and even my middle name Lynn is a very typical 70s name I almost thought it was kind of thrown in there because it sounded good and that's probably the reason (laughs) I'm not named after anybody it was just kind of a name that kind of worked in the 70s Anne and Lynn seemed to be the name many many people I knew had those middle names. It was just the how it kind of worked. And so I kind of was like, wow, it just kind of feels not that important. But when I actually step back and I read the scripture, what does God says? I have called you by name. So even when our parents have called us, perhaps it was just because it was a cool name or a name that kind of just sounded good together. God allowed and predestined those names to be called over us because they are a practical way for all of us to lay hold of an inheritance. Our name is an inheritance. It's a name given to us by God. As much as our parents gave it to us on paper and came up with it, God inspired it. God has given us life. And this he says, I have named you. You are mine. And so we look at the meaning of your name. Personally, look at the meaning of my name. Rhonda is Welsh. And it means grand or spear is what it needs. And it's also called noisy because it's based off (laughs) which is so funny I think my brothers would be like yeah she was super (laughs) bossy and noisy but there's a river called the Rhonda River that is a very loud powerful river and so Rhonda means powerful river noisy because of that river grand and also a spear so that is kind of the meaning of the name and the meaning of Lynn you know I actually just looked this up recently, like in the past week, and I killed myself laughing because if anyone, if if you know me well, you know I love water. I love my dogs. I love water. I love pools, water, ocean, love water. And my name, Lynn, means clear pool and holy. And so when you actually put all of those words together, when I write them all out, and I think this is a practical inheritance. This is something all of us have. We all have a name. We've all been given a name. And God, this is a practical way to us to say, this is my inheritance in the spirit. This is how God has called me. This is a part of my purpose and my destiny. However, I can look at pretty much every part of that word, of my name, of the words over my name, and I can see where the enemy has tried to rob, steal, and destroy my inheritance. For example, if I think of grand, I feel in my own life, the enemy has always tried to make me feel small diminishing my voice diminishing even feeling important and i'm not talking about boastfulness here i'm talking about in the spirit walking in a purpose to feeling like what god has called me to do like i feel empowered by god that grandness of god in me that i'd have the ability to step out i have often struggled with great insecurity diminishing it really kind of making it seem small lessening it even in front of people, like always trying to kind of push it down and feeling very insecure. That's one example. But if you actually write out your name, where God has really called me to be, what he's put inside of me as an inheritance, the enemy has done the complete opposite. And I often would wonder, why do I struggle with such insecurity? Why do I feel so small? Well, it's because the enemy intentionally is focusing on robbing the very inheritance in my life. And my, my robbing will look very different than yours because our inheritances are very different. Now, we all have different, the same things we struggle with, we boil all down, but the intentionality and the twisting will be very purposeful from the enemy and ruthless to rob your inheritance of your name this is what god has given you and there is a purpose attached to it in the spirit for you and i want you just to lay hold of that today because as i've been just unpacking this looking at it my for my children for jay for even those around me i'm like oh my goodness i could literally see through the filter of what god's called me to do or called my children or jay The direct opposite attack of the enemy to rob that namesake, that practical inheritance that God's given each of us is our name given by him. So, uh, Laura, what do you think of that? Let's just continue to unpack this together. That is
1: so powerful. That is such a powerful revelation that the Lord sort of imparted to you around the name around our name, our given names. You know, it's interesting. One thought that came to my mind is, um, you know, a few years ago when we went through that um, freedom ministry, that restoration ministry um, where we received prayer Mm -hmm. and and, and got deliverance, one of the um, one of the prayer people asked me, are you are you the namesake? Like, have you been named for anyone in your family? And part of the questioning was around, you know, if you've been named after another member of your family, that there actually can be an attachment to some of the generational struggles Mm. that that person has had on their life and their namesake that have been passed on to you because you've been named by that person. And I had never heard that before and i feel like this sort of you know it's it's sort of a relation to to kind of what we're talking about today and to to kind of what the lord is bringing to the surface um you know as as we've unpacked this but but we see again and again, and we see both like scripturally, we see this in the Bible that, you know, the sins of the generations kind of get passed on to the next generation and get repeated and get repeated again. And we've talked about this many times, but it's interesting to think that, you know, even for you that are listening, if you've been named after someone in your family, just to begin to think about, like, mm. do you struggle with some of the same things that they may be struggled with or if you didn't know them or didn't know them well? It'd be interesting to have a conversation with your mom or your dad, you know, about their life and maybe you know just some of their history because I think sometimes there can be some significance um, placed upon you in in that in that regard um, as you walk that out. You know, for me, um, my my name means crowned with honor or uh, victory, mm-hmm. so these words honor and victory are associated with the name Lori and. Again, like I I think it is really, really fascinating this idea. And, you know, I'm just sort of processing this as you're sharing this. So very much like, you know, you who are listening, we encourage you to look up the meaning of your name and just start to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you about this meaning. And have you stepped into the full inheritance of the meaning of your name, of what your your name means and the inheritance that comes with that? Have you have you walked in that? Are you walking fully in in that? Or can you see how the enemy is trying or has tried to steal from you, to rob you of the riches of the inheritance of your name or your namesake? I think another part of this processing with the Lord, as you know, for those who are listening, if you do take some time to to do this, is also, do you need God to give you a new name? Because mm-hmm. I think for some of us, mm-hmm. there is... Like there could be a lot of brokenness, a lot of pain, a lot of generational things associated with our name. And like we even see in the Bible, like you just said, a lot of people were named for very distressing things. A lot of people were named based out of pain. Mm -hmm. And the meaning of your name Mm -hmm. could be surrounding that. Does God need to give you a new name? Mm. So I think all of this is kind of part of this beautiful kind of journey with the Lord of understanding who I am. God has called me by name. What is that name? What is my inheritance in the name that he's given me? But um, honor and victory is a really interesting one. And If I just like take a minute to think about it, like I have felt for as long as I can remember this like deep, deep passion for like the, the word victory really does resonate for me. Like this sense of freedom, this sense of like authority like I want to live a free life like I love scriptures like you know that say you know everything is permissible but not everything is beneficial do not be mastered by anything like I yet the struggle is I think from the enemy and honestly like I could see this are constant whether it's distractions temptations to for things to master me I mean my even my my one of my key stories in the Bible is the Abraham and Isaac. So it's like taking, you know, mm-hmm. letting even whether it's a vision that God is giving me, do I trust Him in that or do I want to take that into my own hands, mm-hmm. right? Trusting God in the promise, like laying down, like it's all of this wrestle, this give and take, this back and forth. Um, yet my namesake is victory. Like my namesake is freedom. But I wrestle and struggle constantly to maybe give up (laughs) like you know what I mean to surrender to give into God's freedom in my life to want to kind of take it for myself to want to take it into my own hands like all of those kinds of spaces and find myself you know yeah like walking out the opposite of victory walking out. Oh my goodness. I've got to lay another thing down now. I've got to let, you know, walking out this wrestle of like back and forth and back and forth on lots of various things as I, as I navigate this. So it's really, really interesting when you think about it from that perspective and how the enemy will target you based on the inheritance that God
0: has given you through your namesake. I know it is so powerful and it is it's amazing when you look at all the meanings of your name because you'll find like when you google it too there's so many different depending on where it originated from and how it's kind of developed but to take it all and to say okay lord I like how you said that like holy spirit show me what this name means what I need to break off like from previous namesakes I love that that's so profound and also if this was birthed in pain like even some name meanings of names are really difficult like not very nice meeting and say, okay, Lord, show me how to redeem this or how you've redeemed this and that you're doing the opposite or renaming, you know? So I think that is so profound because I do believe there is a contending that we have to do for our inheritance. And sometimes when we think of the inheritance, we talk about the provisions of heaven, what God has given to us as his sons and daughters. It can seem really big. Like, how do I do that? But this is our way of saying this is a practical starting point. Start to contend for the areas in your life of your namesake, how God has named you, and to see your significance in the body of Christ, not just through the natural lens, but through a spiritual lens. So even for my name, Lynn, I think of like clear pool and holy I really am asked, I can feel the prophetic that's really been bubbling up. And I'm like, okay, God, there's a clarity that needs to come because the pure in heart will see God. So God, keep that pooling of my heart, the Holy Spirit, the waters of living water clear. Keep it not polluted. And it can be easily polluted by by things that, I can just allow into my spirit through numbing through just negative thinking criticism whatever may rob that and start to pollute the clarity of the pools for me to be able to move into a prophetic to be like a sharp knife for my mouth a sharp sword that's my mouth may it be used as a sharp sword for truth and not a sharp sword of division or negativity or gossip or slander. Like I could see all of these areas saying, God, in this season, and it might be one part of your name that God illuminates. And the next season, God brings something else up. This is an unfolding, but you are created for a destiny and a purpose. And sometimes it can feel really hard to kind of narrow that down. And so we're trying to, like in this, this has even gone deeper for me and actually brought a place of repentance because I have actually dis- had a place of despising my name, of saying like, oh, I wish I didn't have that name," like, ugh. and I've had to say, "God, I ask for you to, I for ask for your forgiveness that I've despised my name, but actually, my name." is actually part of what you have called me to be in the body of Christ, how you've called me to be. And I embrace my name. I take on my name with joy. And I wear my name and the inheritance of my name. And so for me, it wasn't a letting go. It was a picking up of my name and realizing, oh, no wonder all of these things in my life that I've struggled with or tried to overcome in my own strength is actually an intentional assault that now I just recognize so I think even as I've gone through my journey of even going through my name you know and thinking through all of the areas that I've struggled with in my past and I still in my 40s I think how am I still doing those same things well the reason is it's because it's intentional the enemy is always trying to rob and it's not ever gonna stop he's ruthless in his pursuit of robbing and stealing and destroying. However, the beautiful thing is we can recognize it now and we can lay it to God and say, oh no, I am more than victorious in Christ. I'm more than a conqueror because this is what God's called me. So I'm going to pick up my name. I'm going to pick this up and I identify the lie. This is not true. And so I think it's going to be really revolutionary for some of you to just dive in. It has been for me. And I mean, this I've thought about my name before, but I haven't really associated to inheritance and contending for an inheritance i mean i think this goes way bigger what god is doing with his church and he's realigning us to back to our inheritance what is god saying into each of our lives so let's start here what is god saying to you through your name yeah
1: wow it reminds me of, um, you know, the patriarchs of our faith, Abraham, Isaac, mm-hmm. and Jacob. And Jacob specifically, okay, he had one of these names that maybe, you know, as you look up the meaning of your name, you're like, oh, great. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> yeah. random. Or, yeah. or it's not good. Like, it's yeah. not a good meaning. Jacob's literal name was deceiver. Yeah. It was heel grabber. He was known as a scoundrel, as a deceiver, as a trickster. Like, this is what he was named for. And he fulfilled his namesake. He literally spent his life deceiving. He spent his life in striving and earning and always struggling with everyone. In every relationship in his life, there was struggle and strife and striving and deceit and and all of that, right? As we see his story unfolding. And I think, you know, part of the journey of embracing our inheritance really is like letting God give us that ownership. I love how you just said that. Like it wasn't as much about a letting go for me. It was actually about receiving and embracing the fullness. And you see in Jacob's life, like you see this progression that kind of happens in his life where he gets to this place where like he's sick and tired of all of the deception and you know like God's covenant to Jacob was unconditional it wasn't based on what he did it wasn't actually even based on his own holiness or righteousness he received blessing from his father by tricking his father I mean he tricked his brother he tricked his father but the blessing of God on his life was unconditional it actually didn't have anything to do with Jacob although it did Mm -hmm. but it didn't at the same time um it was unconditional and and yet even though he had that, he still constantly strived and tried to earn what God had already given him freely to the point where like we get to that climax of the story in his life where he wrestles with God all night. But he does have in that moment a revelation, I think, of like all the striving that has brought him to that place. And I mean, he is a rich man. He's had incredible favor in terms of wealth. And, you know, even he's got 12 kids. He's really, really, really successful in terms of every measure of success. But I think he comes to this place of realizing like gaining all of this through lying and deceit. It's, it means nothing unless I have your blessing, God. And this revelation comes of who God is. And God changes his name in that moment. In that moment, he has a change of identity and God calls him Israel, which then again, the covenant moves from one man to a nation, to Mm. becoming available to a group of people, which then goes back to one man, Jesus, and makes it available for all, all of us, right? And so we see this progression that comes. And I think for you and for I, and for you who are listening, you know, as you're going on this journey, like whether it is you have to come to terms with the reality of how the enemy has robbed you and how you've played a part in allowing that in your destiny and in the midst of this inheritance, not laying stock of it, where that comes, that repentance moment, like you say, of laying down, oh my goodness, God, you've given me this this is my namesake this is my inheritance and yet instead I've strived I've struggled I've wrestled I've tried to take this into my own hands this very thing that you've given me freely because of your grace I've tried to take into my own hands a repentance moment very much like Jacob or for some of you it is going to be a renaming moment because God actually wants to call you to something new mm, wow. and something different. And so even as you're processing this, like really keep your heart open and really listen. God might want to give you a new name. And I've seen people like go on a journey like this. And again, this is not like you said, we're not we're not preaching a theology here. We're not like but i've heard people's testimonies where god has given them a new name and they've actually changed their name now that's not always the case sometimes god gives us a name like you have a spiritual name mm-hmm. right and so when you connect with god you talk to him from that place and it that is about a new identity for you that is about mm-hmm. so sometimes it's it's a spiritually significant thing sometimes it's not actually changing your name but for some people There is a new identity that comes on. And so honestly, just be open to how God wants to lead you on this process. Because at the end of the day, it is about your rightful inheritance. It is about the inheritance that God has established what was the scripture bef- before you were even born? I knew you and I have called you by name and I loved you and I placed an inheritance, a mm-hmm. purpose, a divine purpose that you're called to fulfill as you walk in the fullness of this inheritance. So I think all of that is at play as you process this and as you think about this. And if in any way the, the enemy has robbed or diminished your inheritance to think that it is not significant, Like, I just break that in the name of Jesus. So good. That diminishment that like you don't have a part to play you don't have a significant role to play in building God's kingdom no that is not true that's a lie of the enemy and the role that God has called you to play but I think for some of you as you go on this journey it is going to be very similar to you Rhonda it is going to be about embracing what God has given you and not actually looking for what God hasn't given you (laughs) because I think sometimes we can get really distracted about what we think we want and who we want to be and the gifts we want And we actually can lay aside or or cast aside what God actually has given us and despise it and not step into the fullness of it where God has a purpose for us in what he has given us. So I think this is a worthy,
0: worthy pursuit and a worthy journey. I love it. Wow. I know. I I have really been like just riveted my spirit has been so riveted by the word inheritance and i've been looking into lots of inheritances you know like when we talk about in the heavenly places like that inheritance from god in the provision through his son god's inheritance as we as his sons and daughters but this is such a practical way to identify boots on the ground a purpose personal purpose inheritance that we're able to say okay I can flesh this out but also which I just love it reveals the enemy schemes because the Lord says we're not unaware of the enemy schemes so this is a way for us to be like well of course of course the enemy is going to want to come in in this way because this is what I'm called to be and what I'm literally called to be this like my name called. Yeah. <laughs> like every, every time day. my name <laughs> is said it's spoken over me the power of the like, spoken word life and death is like, in the power of, of that. the tongue like
1: every time I say Rhonda
0: yeah like I'm calling to yeah. be
1: the sword I'm calling to be a grand position in the spirit like I'm calling yeah. that out yeah. exactly like every time you call my name you say Lori victory hey Lori you're yes. declaring victory over my life yes
0: like I know it's so powerful. But can you imagine?
1: You came into my office, and instead of calling me, you said "victory."
0: <laughs> no, no, but it's like, true. Do you know it's what I mean? True.
1: If I said "grand," I know it's true. Like I just spoke. Yeah. Like that
0: is. It's so profound. Like we it really say, is. we we have our names spoken more than pretty much anything else in our lives, and it's spoken. And even that, like I love, Lori, how you're even diving into the like the curse part of it too, because perhaps your name was spoken. In a way, like even the spirit spoken over you was so painful. Like you were called names, but your name put in that. God is going to redeem that. Because as you uncover the meaning of your name... It's really canceling out and that lies and it's going to bring you on this healing journey but the power of our names the power of what's spoken life and death is in the tongue the power of the spoken word blessing and cursing come from our mouth and what powerful words are spoken when we say our name over and over and we have canceled out and stop with the bloodline of jesus christ the work of the enemy and we step into alignment to the kingdom purpose and inheritance and contend for that and say, no, I am not going to live in defeat. I'm going to live in victory today. No, I'm going to live with a sword. My mouth is a sword for truth. It's not going to be used for like canceling. So we can also choose what that sword may be. I can easily be a spear, but I can use that to bring like pain and havoc, or I can choose to bring truth and godliness and life with the power of my mouth. So even protection, too. exactly. So even what God has given us inheritance, we also can choose life or death and how we use that. Not just what someone has done over us, but we can use to use it to dominate versus submit it to the power of the Holy Spirit and walk in the power of God. And so This is a powerful journey. I really believe in this because there's no way the power of names doesn't mean anything. Scripture all the way through, even, I mean, we are not Jesus, but Jesus was named specifically. And what do we say? He is the name above every name. He is the name. There's power in the name. His name trumps all. So our name is an inheritance, but his name trumps every name. But what happens when we use the name of Jesus? Like, like, the power the power
1: there's power in the name of jesus there's power in the, name. the ultimate <laughs> name of all yeah, i yeah, mean if yeah. there's
0: any name to say at any time it's the name of jesus wow. so if god is saying he is the name jesus is the name above all names how powerful is our names like how powerful wow. and even the fact that jesus that god uses abraham isaac and jacob he constantly says their name there is an inheritance that continually follows and so go on the journey. Go on the journey. But there is power in the name. Even God named himself Yahweh. How many names like with Jehovah Jireh? We call on the name of God because when we call on those names Jehovah Nisi, It brings the power of what that name is of God, the multifaceted God, the endless power of God. We pull on the names of God. God wants to remind you, you are his sons and daughters and there is power in the inheritance that he has given you by his calling of us. He has called us so we can be affirmed to know that these are the name that he's called us so I'm going to walk under that inheritance. Amen. 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 I
1: had this really funny thought when you were just talking about, (laughs) no, but about other names being spoken over you. And when I was a kid, um, I had this friend whose also name was Lori, but I was Big Lori and she was Little Lori. And I hated it so much. I hate being called Big Lori because like, I, I felt like they were saying I was Fat Lori, but it was, I was just tall and she was really short. She was really small. So I was Big Lori, but you know what? as you were saying that, I had this like flashback come into my mind of Big Lori and I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to be big victory. <laughs> I got that. I was like, big honor. Yes, I'm taking that back. Yes, seriously. My inheritance is big. You redeemed redeem that. In my victory. Oh, <laughs> I was like, just giggling I inside. love that. But honestly, even as you said that, and I know that's kind of a funny example, but I do, I feel like for some who are listening who've had negative words spoken, like that's exactly like the enemy wants to steal and rob for the purpose of destruction destruction of your purpose destruction of your call destruction of your identity he actually does not want you to understand your inheritance but god actually wants to fully redeem it and he does not just want to call you victory he wants to call you big victory oh my
0: preach it there's the <laughs> awakening <laughs> right there. Is that not so? that's the awakening awesome? moment right there is that not so we can awesome? take what the enemy meant for harm and turn it for good ha- Okay, thank you, enemy, for exposing your hand and how awesome God's plan is. <laughs> so I'm the, gonna take that back. The no Lord just turned that around for me, so no
1: longer is big glory
0: like a negative that makes me feel like a big fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you're just big victory. I'm uh, big victory now. Oh I, I'm man. taking it. I don't that. Isn't that, that awesome. funny? Isn't that so funny? I-, I love it. Well, this is like honestly, I am so stirred and so may each of you listening just go on the journey and if you see us e- like text us email us yeah, tell us, message your name. us what is the meaning of your name yes. how has the
1: enemy tried to we would love to just hear about how God is speaking to you about this but honestly like take some time to sit in it do some research write the meanings of your names down write any corresponding scripture try to look up even like biblical or spiritual meanings like biblical meanings of your name and just try to pull that biblical inheritance out of what God wants to reveal and show you maybe every part doesn't have particular significant well actually I think every part probably has significance it may not come to you all at one time Mm -hmm. but every part probably has a significance over time so just sit in it I love how you've been in this for a little while like you've been you know sitting on I'm just kind of hearing this for the first time today so I'm just beginning to process this but I remember a number of years ago i took every single one of my kids names and just wrote out for them like all the meanings of all of their names middle names all of it and just put it together in the form of a word over their life Mm -hmm. and you know i would bring it back up at their birthday times and different times but you know what i haven't brought it up in a, a probably like a good few years and so this has honestly reminded me to i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna bring it up again and we're coming into birthday season in my in my house and so i am gonna go and pull those back out i did all the research i put these like pretty things together i framed them when they were little and you know spoke this over them when they were little but well probably for the last four or five years i haven't brought specifically up this part and i think there's a new truth to grab hold of for each of them too to recognize okay this is your inheritance you think i named you but god actually named you and this is how the enemy this is what the enemy wants to rob from you and so Mm. and i want i want them to
0: understand that too
1: i think that's Mm. so so beautiful
0: i know i i love it and i have to give like just some like acknowledgement this happened actually when you're talking about birthdays this actually happened at Vienna's birthday my father-in-law was just talking about her name meaning life like because we call her V which in french is life so we so my father-in-law was just saying like we're always saying life over you V you are full of life every time we say V it's saying life 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 and all of a sudden like i just started thinking about her and i just started thinking about what this this past year during covid has been and some of her dreams and frustrations and i'm like th- it, it just hit me and then i looked at my Jay, whose name means healer there's been diabetes there's been cancer there's been so many things and i was like it's the opposite to rob him from the inheritance of healing of walking in that healing you know all of that it, i just started looking at all of my family and it just started it was like the pennies were dropping it was like the holy spirit just started showing me just this prophetic word over the family and then I mean, it's now moved to Canada. I feel like there is a national, I won't get started on this today, but there is a national inheritance that we have to intend for, for even our country, that the enemy is showing all the ways that he is robbing our country from its inheritance and its destiny. God is not done yet. God is not at all disturbed by the enemy he is completely enthroned at peace fully in control but there is a destiny for us individually through our namesake for our children for our country god's got a plan that he's working out and i think this is a way of us to lay hold of something very practical to be able to have like something to hold on to to say this is an inheritance given to me specifically and you know what all of us have a name this is beautiful all of us because we can look at a pastor or look at a leader and say oh wow look look at how god's using them no God is saying, no, I have given you a name. Don't look to the left or right. Don't look around you. Look to what I've called you to do. And I think that's what God is calling each of us to do. Because if we each do that, if we each grab hold of our inheritance and we step and we contend to be in the spirit, what God's called us to be, could you imagine the beautiful body of Christ? This is what it's about. The body of Christ. It's not about one pastor. There's no celebrity here. The jesus christ the trinity is the the one that is above all that's what we're looking to but the body of christ god is ri- raising the body of christ with great infusement of power but this is a way of him saying okay start here lay hold of this and then as we lay hold of this he's just going to expand and expand our vision and we're going to contend for more and more because god has a plan for each of us and we're all part of a bigger plan it's unfolding it's exciting So I love it. So good. All right.
1: So as we prepare to close today, if you have found yourself lacking purpose, if you have found yourself discouraged, just feeling insignificant, even in your place in the body of Christ, in your place in life, in your place, in your home, in your workplace, just feeling diminished. It is time to turn northward. You have wandered around this mountain long enough. Look to Jesus. What has he spoken over you? What has he called you? Who has he called you? And what is your inheritance? Grab hold. And you know what? Wherever, wherever the enemy is robbing you of that, you take back your inheritance. You take it back. Recognize the enemy's ways. Recognize how he's trying to thwart God's plan and God's purpose in your life. God has called you by name. So grab hold of that afresh today.
0: We pray that and speak that in Jesus' name. I love that, Lori. And Psalm 139 says, Oh Lord, you examine my heart and you know everything about me. And it goes on to say in verse 16, Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. If God knows the hairs on your head, it goes on to go, go about this. And he's told us he's named us. What beautiful plans does he have for us? So come to the Father's table, the Father who has named you, the Father who knows everything about you, the Father who has recorded every day that he has planned and destined for you to walk in. Come to his table, hear about it, Listen about it. Let him fill you. Let him infuse you. Let him show you the lies and let him redeem what the enemy has stolen. He will redeem and restore. So be encouraged. You are precious to your father. You are called by our father and you have a purpose and a destiny to walk out.